The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchilo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shah i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Pike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is. Dixon is, has to do laundry for his team. <laughs> okay. so, Cop, so Coppin State University had to go play at Rexel and they forgot their uni- uniforms back home. <laughs> Good God. This is what Juan is busy doing. That's why he can't attend reunions. Exactly. I'm like, okay, you don't have to prove so hard, Juan, that you couldn't attend. But also that feels like a Robin move. What? Forgetting Jersey somewhere. Yeah, and then forgetting the... Jersey, right? Yeah. I'm like, was Robin responsible for this? I don't quite get it. Like, how did this happen? How yeah. did this happen? Yeah. How embarrassing. Truly how embarrassing. Yeah. That's very and if they embarrassing. won the game, it would have made a difference, but they didn't win they the game either. They lost and they forgot their jerseys? <laughs> yes. Damn, Juan. (laughs) Damn, your life isn't together. They don't even have an equipment manager, and it's Juan who has to wash their jerseys. (laughs) There's so much Bravo news that we haven't talked about, actually. Mm -hmm. So even last uh, last episode, we talked about Salt Lake City. We didn't talk about Mary's bizarre Hobby Lobby live, laugh, love apology note. That's true. Who wrote that for her? Who put? Do you think she did that herself? Because she does not have a publicist. Maybe somebody in her church did that for her. It definitely seems like somebody who attends church. Would Maybe it's make Robert Junior Junior, or Robert Junior. <laughs> Who's Robert Junior Junior? No, I forgot. I thought he was Robert, and then Robert Junior. Oh yeah, <laughs> and no, it's no, Robert no. Senior, Robert Senior, and Robert Junior. Yes, correct. Yeah, I thought Robert Senior was Robert Junior. So, so you thought it was Robert the third, the second? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know who it was, but that was a fucking mess. And then mm-hmm. also Whitney, her husband Justin, is being sued for millions. Yeah, which we knew was happening. But he, in his case, he is not being sued. His company is. And so he can escape because it's the corporation that's being sued and not really him. He mm-hmm. is like sort of like being named as one of the people in the company, but his company will protect him. Mm. So, mm. yeah, but we know this has, we knew that was the case, right? So, yeah, we were waiting for the other shoe to drop on Whitney. I also think now that conversation she had with Justin and then Justin being like, oh, I am worried about dying and the money that my family won't have. Well, sir. Yeah. That's on you. That's not on Whitney. That's on you, especially if you're an MLM. That's on you. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that what you would say to the others? 
Exactly. <laughs> Correct. Also, another news related to what we're going to talk about today, because we mm-hmm. are going to talk about Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip finale, but mm-hmm. Luann seems to be back on the bottle. Oh, my God. And I am not only back on the bottle, but I am so proud of my DC folks, my DC, <laughs> DC peeps. That are like the person that talked to media is a professor somewhere. <laughs> She's a professor. She's like, Luan was on the table next to me and she she dined and dished. Oh my God. I'm like, yep. In DC, it's the professors, lawyers, doctors, all the educated <laughs> folks. We are the ones who are watching watching Real Housewives. <laughs> I bet you serve on a board with the person who was dining next to Luann. Probably, (laughs) probably. I should go look her up. But yeah, (laughs) I probably do. Also, okay, this is funny because Jess Riley, hi Jess. Mm -hmm. Jess Riley, good friend of the pod and real life friend. She shared with me this hilarious new thing from LaDame herself. Uh It's like the, it's the promotion material for her new candle, Uh which as you know, is called Bohemian Fire. Uh And it says three wicks, more heat. Ooh. And then at the bottom it says a luxury illuminant. <laughs> I married you, girl. A luxury uh, illuminant? Only she would call it an illuminant. Like who calls a candle? She came up with a fancy <laughs> word for candle. <laughs> like you know that Karen was just mm-hmm. until like six years ago calling facts as facsimiles. Like yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, I'm on a television show. Like, (laughs) a luxury illuminant? Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. And And then also. It's an image of her sitting like she's about to poop. Yeah, she's full squatting. (laughs) She's in a proper squat. Like, she had to come down to the level of the candle. Like, the candle was on the floor, and she had to get down to its level. Yeah. Holding the candle, she got down on the floor with it. Also, she's got like a boa, like it looks like a feather boa draped across her thighs. But I think it's it's attached to her dress. dress. I think it's the bottom of her dress. Which the ladies in Potomac love the feather boa. But I think the boa has moved up her dress because she's squatting. So you can see the lining underneath. (laughs) Yeah, and it looks almost like by her feet. It looks. We're going to post this picture. Yes. It looks a little bit like the boa, like the bottom of the boa is like maybe sitting between her legs. Wait a minute. Look at the blend though. It's bergamot, clove, cedarwood, tobacco leaves with a pinch of mahogany, sandalwood, and vetiver. And sandalwood and vetiver are my scents. It's South Indian... Tamil sense sandalwood and metiver. Metiver is literally a Tamil word. I might like this. I might end up liking this scent. Okay, I'll get it for you for your birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I am yet to smell the other one, Ladam. When I the come per- back, parfum. Yeah. No parfum. need. Yeah. No need. I'm surprised you didn't smell it when I sprayed it in my I, house all the way in Maryland because that's well, how pungent I think, it was. I think when I come over in January, I want mm-hmm. to smell it. I want. I want to offer it to other people as well. Like cold. I'm going to bring it with me to the crappies in January, yes. which by yes. the way, we are attending as, as, a, mm-hmm. as audience, but we're, like, we're going to be there. We're not like, no, we're, no. <laughs> I just want to clarify that because mm-hmm. I had shared on our stories. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, see you at the crappies. And a bunch of people DM'd us and were like, are you going to be on stage with Ben and Ronnie? And I wow. said, no. We are uh, patrons and we yeah. we will be, we purchase a ticket and we yeah. will sit in our seats as the tickets yeah. allow us. So, but if you are yeah. there and you want to hang out. Yeah, we'll be there with, you know, with La Dame in our hands. We will be there. You can sniff us out. Yes. We will offer La Dame a sniff <laughs> like ladies at Macy's with like yeah. little pieces of paper right. just spraying. <laughs> Here, Ladon. Ladon. Also, another thing, because we stopped covering Vanderpump Rules because it was so boring. Right. I haven't even watched it. But, yeah. you know, Lala broke up with Rand. Mm-hmm. She's now blend new. Mm-hmm. And now she's going on her podcast and she's talking all kinds of cash money shit about him. Mm-hmm. And we found out <laughs> this week, which is like, it's like, Lala, no one is surprised. Mm-hmm. She said that the engagement ring that he gave yeah. her was yep. doo-doo nail brown. He had to have some sort of special service done to get the color to be brighter. Like it was a, a diamond that was brown? like a Yeah. 
he mm. had he got her a doo doo nail <laughs> doo doo nail diamond. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he guess has paid some service to get the color changed, mm-hmm. but when she got the diamond appraised, I'm assuming this all happened mm-hmm. after she broke up with him. That it wasn't worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, as she had assumed for a yeah. diamond that big. It was instead somewhere in the teens. Yeah, wasn't she the one you know looking at uh, Raquel's diamond sideways? She was. Yeah, I, I bet Raquel's diamond engagement ring is more expensive and truer to the carrots than, than hers. I don't trust it, but yeah, yeah, it's possibility that maybe it's a little bit. It probably is like a lab diamond, mm-hmm. but it's probably still a real diamond. Mm. You know, whereas Lala's, I think it's questionable. And you know what, Lala, if you're trying to, if you're doing all this, maybe somebody should send a little feeler out to Brittany Couchy to find out if her diamond is real. Because mm. that seems like a Jack's yeah, move. That's true. Brittany probably expects it not to be a good diamond. She got married at a Howard Johnson. Yeah, okay, she doesn't have very high Dressed up in Renaissance Fair. Yeah. What? I don't think Brittany has very high expectations of Jax. I don't know. That's just, yeah. We don't need to talk about them anymore, yeah. I guess. But um, also Lala's like all over her podcast saying these things. And she also was, I guess, on a recent episode with Melissa from Jersey. Mm. And she said something like she, you know, her range was a hand-me-down. Her ring was fake. And she's learned that she was just disposable. I'm like, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is like a not the surprise of the year. Did you think uh, popping out a baby is going to help keep Randall? He had two with the other woman. (laughs) Yeah, he he had a whole family. He had a wife and two kids. Yeah. Godspeed to Lala. Can't wait for her and James to make it official. Mm. (laughs) Or Lala to move into um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Get back there, Mm. Lala. (laughs) Do some work. Yep. Join an MLM. Mm-hmm. Commit fraud. It's time. TikTok. <laughs> it's slow. So we have like three housewives already now in Salt Lake City that are fraudsters or mm-hmm. associated with fraud, closely associated with fraud. There's only three other left. It's going to happen for all of them. I, I, have, I have very high hopes for Jenny next. Yeah. She was very <laughs> upset about the PI. Yeah. I think Jenny is going to be the next one that we'll learn something special about. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about OC first or would you like to talk about Ultimate Girls Trip Finale? Your choice. Your choice. Okay, let's do OC because those are the notes I took first and they're in the top mm-hmm. of my document. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So Shannon and Noella visit another Dr. Jen for injections. Mm-hmm. I got confused a little bit. I was like, wait, Dr. Jen changed? What happened to Dr. Jen? No, Very no, confused. A different, different Dr. Jen. I already think Dr. Jen looks like 15 other people. You know who I also realized Dr. Jen reminds me of? And this mm. is like very specific and I feel like there's going to be very few people who who like agree with me. There's something about the way that Dr. Jen talks in confessionals that reminds me of Aviva Drescher. I'll have to watch again. She's tooth forward, like teeth forward. Like Aviva It's not Drescher that she's tooth very- forward. She's kind of got this like... She her voice, the way she talks, like she's very the way she talks reminds me of Aviva. Okay, and she kind of got those Aviva dead eyes. Mm, I don't know. I don't see that, but maybe I'll pay attention next time. Pay attention next time. Like I said in the beginning of this, not a lot of people will agree with me. (laughs) Anyway, Shannon goes to visit this other Doctor Jen for injections, and when she was going, I was like, "Why are you getting more things put in your face, Shannon?" And it turns out she's actually getting things. Put in her face to dissolve the stuff that's been put in her face. Is that what she was doing? Oh, okay. yes, yeah. It's I was called like, dissolver. Why are you injecting in the spot where you think you pumped five or six times? You pump something and you just and it's also like as, maybe as it's dissolving, it's also like sagging. Sagging, on the sides. yeah. It's sagging on the sides. She has the same things that I have right now, and I I got this for free. <laughs> These jowls it. are from Mother yeah. Nature. Yeah, it's just gravity, baby. It's yeah, but it's weird free. because didn't she also get a facelift? I thought she did. It's bad. I feel bad for Shannon. It's bizarre to see her flashbacks because it mm-hmm. truly looks like yeah. a different person. Right, right, right. When she put on that weight when she was going through the divorce, 
she really changed into a completely different person. Her face did. It and did. Then she hasn't been able to go back to that other phase. I feel bad for Shannon because when we met her, she was this like holistic, no Wi-Fi mm-hmm. in my house. Mm-hmm. I don't. I had a nose job, but I don't put anything into my face. All this stuff, right? She was not yet fifty though. She was just about to turn fifty then. Right, but I feel like yeah. maybe she did too much mm-hmm. too in too short of a time, mm-hmm. which is why her face looks absolutely. I think Vicky and Tamara got her to do a lot of stuff that she shouldn't have done. She should have just been nobody touches my face. I'm afraid of needles and all of that. And she went from Dr. Moon to Dr. Jen, and this is not a good move for Shannon. No, no. it's not. And I think Tamara was Tamara's younger than mm-hmm. Shannon. So I think yeah. that Tamara also had been doing it for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why people start getting Botox and fillers and shit in their like 20s yeah. and 30s. So that by the time you're in your 40s and 50s, it still is like a gradual move. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Shannon, it was like, one, don't take advice from Tamara. Two, definitely don't take plastic surgery advice from Vicky. Yeah. Vicky had a reveal on the show and it wasn't a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. At the crab boil. I'll never forget it. But that scene with Shannon and Noella also highlighted the fact that Shannon was so, like, aged. She felt yes. like she was old. She was the mother figure. Yeah. She, it felt like Noella is the housewife and she's talking to her mother. She's doing a scene with her mother. Yeah. And she's talking about her husband and what's happening and all of that. Right? Yeah. Shannon had all this stuff on her face. She first talked <laughs> when she was talking about... How her face just blew up. It reminded me of that the donut filter thing that's going around on TikTok. Like her face just blew she up. She straight up looked like Stay Puff Marshmallow. Right. And I feel right. bad because yeah. I am a big thick lady. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to like fat shame Shannon. I'm trying to filler shame Shannon. Don't put fill see, here's the benefit of having chubby faces. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need filler. Yeah. You do not need to inject any more fat right. into this face. Right. I felt bad for Shannon in that scene because Noella is talking. Shannon is completely focused on this procedure she's getting done and she's making the uh uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, that's horrible, (laughs) that kind of thing. But it was like a not, it was like I'm literally watching someone's grandma go get a medical procedure done and it was the most boring thing ever. Shannon wasn't engaging. Shannon was, it was not a scene that we needed to have in the doctor's office. Shannon throughout this episode had three scenes. She had one Mm. scene with Noella at this doctor's Mm. office where Noella is like opening up to Shannon. And like Mm. you said, Shannon's like, "Uh uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay, this wasn't really supposed to be about you. This is supposed to be about me, but Mm -hmm. okay. And then she has a scene with Noella and Nicole where Shannon yes. walks in already flustered, really uh-huh. upset, really irritated. And it's like the most insincere meetup ever. Shannon looks right. like she's in a hostage situation. And she and keeps looking away from the people that she's talking to. She seems distracted and not engaged at all. She hates yeah. filming with them. Right, and then right. she has and then she has a meetup with Gina. And the meetup with Gina is the only time I felt like it was like Shannon at least engaging with these people. Yeah. yeah. But Throughout this episode, I feel like Shannon is like, well, this is all I've got left because David has left me with nothing. And now I have to film this stupid fucking show because it's the only way that I can make any money. And you forgot that Shannon's wonderful fourth scene with her driver. Oh. (laughs) She's so insane. She is so insane. I love her, though. I want... An exclusively Shannon OC, where she just mm-hmm. like gets filmed I, being inconvenienced. Is she in the Berkshires episodes? No, no, she, no. no. She, they should have put Shannon there. They no, it's have. all former. It's ex housewives. Oh, ex. Oh, they should put Shannon with some of the other housewives from other house. From maybe with Karen Huger. And Shannon. I want an ultimate girls trip where it's like an older person from a cast and a newer person from the cast, meaning like mm-hmm. just age, right? Mm-hmm. So like put it on with like um, Tinsley and mm. Sonia, yeah. right? Give me Shannon and Gina, Gina. right? Yeah. A great yeah. combination. Yeah. Yes. Stuff yes. like that. You know, give yeah. me Candace and Karen. Right. Like yeah. that's what I want. I want yeah. a, an ultimate girls trip with an old person and a young person. <laughs> Yeah, it would be awesome. It would be, be awesome. amazing. Can you imagine? It would yeah. be so much fun. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like in Salt Lake City, Whitney and Mary. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't even think Mary's that old, actually. No, not Mary. It would be Meredith. Yeah. Shannon, you're right. Shannon is like fucking old. And I think she feels even older when she's put mm-hmm. on with somebody yeah. like Heather, who is like Heather's around her age. Yeah. Anyway, Shannon's just essentially trying to do damage control. We learn about Noella's husband, who is apparently not so sweet. Mm-hmm. Gina's talk. I never knew that Gina had a boyfriend named Travis. I just met this guy. I haven't watched the show in so long. Yeah. But she's telling Travis about all this stuff. And I have to bring this up. Like, Gina is mad at Shannon being upset with her. And I'm like, but you, no, Gina, this is ridiculous. This is, I get that you that think was that, Gina making shit up. That was yeah. not. Like, why would you be upset with Shannon? You you should be laughing at Shannon. You laughed at Shannon when you, when she asked about it. You said this is not the sisterhood of traveling plans, and you laughed. At yeah. Her. Why are you upset now? Why are you pretending that Shannon has betrayed your trust? What is that? It does that was bizarre. That I was like, mm, yeah. you had me, Gina, but now you're like losing yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah. the Dubros are together, and they. <laughs> They they've sent Texases. Texases have been exchanged. What yeah. do you think about the text? What do you think about Shannon's initial text and Heather's response? It was exactly the same as when Shannon and Heather had a conversation in Heather's house. Shannon was like, uh, 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 "That's all she did," <laughs> and it was like Heather <laughs> just just destroying her obliterating her. eviscerating her eviscerating her with her words yeah. <laughs> uh heather's nuts heather's nuts. <laughs> even terry even terry is like terrified of her he's like um but he couldn't even speak she kept going and going, and going. like i love that they flash back to this fight over the chair uh-huh. at javier's yeah. because yeah, Heather was totally wrong in that. She switched chairs and then she made a big deal out of it when Shannon yeah. was like, oh, mm-hmm. you took my chair. And Heather was like, okay, don't be crazy Please. about the chair. And then later right. was like, Shannon, you were waving your finger and yelling at me from the bathroom. Like that yeah. did not happen. Not happen. And I love what I love about Heather and Shannon fighting is that Heather yeah. is also often wrong, but she's yeah. so like, she's such a Machiavellian gaslighter <laughs> that, and like Shannon <laughs> is such an easy target that it's like mm-hmm. hilarious to watch yeah. Shannon cannot win with Heather there's no way she can win with Heather Heather no. is just too good Heather is faster with her words she thinks faster she uses big words like adjudicated <laughs> <laughs> guess what guys I don't know what that word means <laughs> know what that word means i feel like maybe in context like i got Mm -hmm. what she was trying to say but if somebody just said that word to me i'd be like "Mm, good thing i can Mm -hmm. google this (laughs) (laughs) but it was like oh my god she didn't just use adjudicated with with shannon shannon probably took a while to figure that out and her response was short because she was still going she was still on mary webster She's like, uh, okay, I don't know what this means, but I will say sorry again. Yeah. She was texting Jeff Lewis and asking, what does adjudicated mean? <laughs> oh, Jeff yeah. Was like, Just call her a bitch. Just call her a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeff Lewis is now out there being like, Heather is not a good person. Oh, yeah. No shit, Jeff. <laughs> oh, first of all, uh, hot calling kettle black here. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody thinks Heather's a good person. Yeah. <laughs> but also, who asked him? Why is Andy asking him what he thinks about Heather? Oh Honestly, Noella and Gina do this cryotherapy thing. Mm. So one of the worst housewives tropes is housewives going to get a service done and it being filmed. Yeah. I just can't stand it. Because at the same, as I'm watching it and hating it, at the same mm. time, I'm like, should I get this done? <laughs> I know. <laughs> But I also was like looking at the timing timer and I felt like when Stasi and them were doing this years ago, it felt like they were in the cold longer. Mm-hmm. This felt like too short a time. It's like that's not enough. Well, these are two one is uh newly poor and the other one is quite poor for some quite time. Poor. So yeah. her tagline is I'm still living in a small house. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm still living in a small house, but now I got window covering. (laughs) By the way, it feels like a tagline, a fake tagline we would make for one of our Patreon subscribers. That's what I mean. 
<laughs> it's like something that I would make up just for fun. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be like the crowd people were like, we could give you two minutes. <laughs> It felt like it was like a promotional thing where they went for two minutes. That's on. what I'm trying to get to. It's is that <laughs> it was a group on cryo? Uh, <laughs> it felt like a group on cryo, <laughs> and it was like they were crying. She was Noella was crying. Yeah. And then they said, "Oh, let's stop the crying and get to the cryo." I'm like, <laughs> "What is going on here?" Yeah. Yeah. And then first Noella's like crying about her tax woes and stuff. She goes into this like chamber and comes out and she's like, dungeon, 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 cockball flogger. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, okay, wait a minute. Again, Noella, Noella, that's not a dungeon. That's a that's a closet. But <laughs> yeah, it's your storage space. It's You're just... having sex next to a furnace. That's why it's hot. That makes me doubt if the Puerto Rico house was a house. Was it just? Was it just a flat? Was it just an apartment somewhere? The Puerto Rico house is a whole family that this man has, and that's why he couldn't sell the house because his other family actually lives there. Yes, correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> He's like, uh, what about my wife, my second wife, and their and her kids? Where are we watching? <laughs> yeah, you can't sell the house. <laughs> yeah, I love like later on they were like, is he Puerto Rican? And she's like, no, he's a former Mormon from Utah. I'm like, oh, maybe he might be Ooh. looking for another wife. Who knows? Yeah. Shannon, oh, wow. Noella, and Nicole do this dinner. It's hilarious. Shannon tries to explain to Nicole why she brought it up. It still doesn't make any sense. So I think, I, to me, it sort of made sense here. Okay. I think what happened was this. Shannon heard the name, and what Shannon is trying to do, I don't think this is what she did, but this is what she's trying to pretend to say that this is what happened. What Shannon is saying is that when I heard the name, I said, well, it cannot be the same person because then she wouldn't be friend with Heather. And she blurted that out to Gina and Emily. And then she said, but if it is the same person, you cannot say a word because I don't want to get involved in that. Okay. Right? That's what Shannon is saying she Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. Not that that's necessarily true, but that's what Shannon is trying to say to them is that I blurted out because I knew her from before and I said, cannot be that person because I remember her telling me that she sued Terry. So it must be a different person. But if it turns out to be the same person, please don't say anything to Mm -hmm. Heather because we Mm -hmm. don't want to, we don't want to be in the middle of it. Yeah. But at the same time, Shannon is doing like, like, you know, the Bravo non-apology is like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry you feel this way. And the Bravo not taking ownership is, I'm sorry I trusted the wrong people with confidential information. Right. She should have said, (laughs) I blurted that, I blurted that out without realizing, before I knew that this was the same Nicole. I blurted that information out to Gina and uh, Emily and I shouldn't have done that. That's all she had to say. That would have been much more sincere yeah instead she's like i'm sorry i trusted the wrong people i you know i'm the victim here because i'm the one mm-hmm. that was betrayed and it's like wait shannon yeah and that's why heather doesn't believe her that's why yeah. she doesn't believe her nicole is like i'm gonna take your apology as real because you look really sincere to me and i'm like shannon doesn't look sincere shannon is just a sad person mm-hmm. like you're not looking at the face of somebody who feels regret and is sad because they feel sad about what they did you're looking at a person who is just inherently depressed and like you just feel bad for them did you notice what shannon slipped in there she said she went on nicole's instagram and she didn't recognize her (laughs) she said i didn't recognize your your name was different but then i went on your instagram and you look different so i thought it wasn't you yeah you know what shannon many could say the same thing about you (laughs) i know i know i know i know nicole also says in the last episode when she when everybody was meeting her and Gina and uh, Emily were checking out her boobs she was saying it took her five years to get the face and the boobs that she had (laughs) (laughs) so it's been a work in progress it's a work in progress exactly (laughs) then we find out that Noella has been served divorce papers in Spanish from Puerto Rico and I just wrote big lol because okay here's hear me out first okay noella shared her stuff about her son being a parent of a child on the autism spectrum is not easy and it's obviously Mm -hmm. like i feel bad for her Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. what's going on 
But the rumor was online that the reason why her husband never filmed and her husband filed for divorce is because her husband didn't want this tax stuff Mm. brought on on the show. He Uh. didn't want to talk about this as part of the storyline, and Noella did it anyway, and that is why he served her papers. Oh, I felt really bad for her because, like, yeah, she's going from – she just had, like, a Mm -hmm. recent very traumatic diagnosis of her son. Like, that cannot be easy. And now her husband just decides to leave Mm -hmm. and cut off all financial support and file for divorce. And that's just like that's just selfish and fucked up because he's obviously not taking right, care of the child. Right, which is because he's he's done he's done the selfish and fucked up stuff. Is why I don't believe the story that he didn't know Noel was going on the show and that he didn't. Oh. want to that's why because I I trust Noella here because I think she's a little bit of a dumb dumb yeah. and I think she just trusted him with everything and she didn't realize this was going on in the background. Yeah. I think she said that she was shocked, but that there there was all this uh, tax issues and she's trying to fix it. But he's like, no, 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 this is much more complicated. You don't even know half the story. And he's not being still not being honest with her, which is why he doesn't want to fix the tax issue by selling the house, because there's oh. more to the story. There's more coming out. And like the more she pushes, he's family. like. Yeah. So all of that is all adding up now and she's still not getting it. She's still not understanding. Mm. Somebody said, well, she's the one who filed for separation. And I think what happened was he filed for divorce in Spanish and she filed in California for a separation. And that's what happened. But also, if you're sending documents from Puerto Rico, why couldn't you send it in English? It's not like she's going to read it in Spanish. You know she doesn't read Spanish. Why would you send in Spanish? I didn't understand that. All of it was a mess, but I loved it. I was like, okay, I don't want your life to fall apart, Mm -hmm. but thank you. (laughs) Thank you for sharing it with us. Shannon and Gina meet, and I I just wrote down, I don't understand this friendship. Like, I, Gina kind of yells at Shannon about all of it. And I get Gina's perspective, which is like Shannon being like, I trusted you, Gina. And Gina's like, well, how could you trust us if you were already going to Heather and telling them that you don't trust me and Emily? Yeah. Shannon gets called out for that. But then Shannon doesn't actually have a response. She just, "Ah, uh, 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 uh." yeah. Yeah, and, and then but that's also it. Gina jumps between let's talk about the weather today. Weather today, to I'm sorry, I don't want to lose you. To you are fucked up, Shannon, and you need yeah. to take ownership. She keeps switching too fast for Shannon. She transitions too fast between these three phases. <laughs> And then Shannon is like still sitting down. She hasn't ordered appetizers. She's just getting ready. <laughs> the Jared and Gina is already. In. Yeah, and Gina is already <laughs> on the level of Shannon. What you did was fucked up. You cannot be doing this. You are always doing this. Whenever somebody says you always do this, you know that's a trigger. It's a trigger for me too. Yeah, it is. If it somebody is for me. tells me that you always do this and you are saying that to me for the first time too, it gets on my nerves because if I always did this, why didn't you bring it up before? yes agreed the way gina fights with shannon is almost um a teenager like a like a teenager or she's fighting her big sister or she's fighting her mother yes it feels very childish noella comes in and they can all just focus on noella they're like you know what this isn't gonna go anywhere we obviously have to film with each other we literally have no choice let's just focus on noella but i am looking forward to next episode because heather really goes crazy at shannon and i love it I did need more Heather this episode. I did. I did. I don't care about Dr. Jen. I didn't care about Dr. Jen. I like that Terry confirmed that he has changed a lot, but Heather hasn't. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But Heather... You make a horrible liar. Terry doesn't look better now. Stop yeah, Heather's just saying that to continue to get money for her big house. You know that. I don't. I don't think she needs to do that to get money from Terry. Terry is stuck with her. Terry cannot. You think Heather hasn't like an ironclad prenup and postnup right. and everything? Yeah, Terry is not going anywhere. Terry is stuck. And you That's know it. that now that Heather. Now mm-hmm. that Terry's like this huge Beverly Hills plastic mm-hmm. surgeon and has his yeah, own yeah, show yeah. on E and everything, yeah. you know Heather has like all the money in that. She's probably like, no, bitch, you only yeah. got that because I got to be on Real Hustles of Orange mm-hmm. County and I will get that money. She probably you know owns right. a majority of his business too. In like, in Maybe she just league. thinks he's hot. Who knows? They do have like five kids. I know, right? How did that happen? Maybe when Terry had hair. 
the picture like she's really into terry does terry not have hair i've never paid attention terry has like sparse hair now but then they showed his picture from when he was younger he's real leather on leather like we said yeah yeah okay Mm. let's talk about rahasa's ultimate girls trip it was the finale what Mm. did you think it ended well Mm-hmm. I I wish they had shared that la- they had done the last two episodes back to back. They had released it. The yeah. gap in between sort of let the whole show fizzle out. Fizzle out, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I didn't feel I didn't feel the momentum of the middle episodes come to the very end. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, okay. What did you think about the Bailey Bowl? <laughs> Bailey Bowl was good. We figured out who was the most competitive people there. It's Teresa, Luan, and Kenya. Yeah, I think the meter for the twerkathon or whatever was broken because those white ladies were not twerking. They were not twerking. That was not even a shake. I don't know how that w- they got the numbers up that high. It was a convulsion at best. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you trust Teresa in an honesty policy? Mm, yeah, I would actually. You would? Yeah. She's dumb. She's dumb. She, would she not did be lie. Dishonest. Though. She lied to protect. Joe, Juicy Joe, though. No, I'm talking about in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She also lied in the game. That's true. That's true. (laughs) She she also lied to protect herself. (laughs) Yeah, she did. It might have been a completely honest mistake on her part, too, because she doesn't know how to count and do stuff. No, I'm talking about the game, the ball ball sucking game, where Teresa Mm -hmm. ends up biting. Yeah, Yeah. she did bite. She probably forgot that she bite. She's too. dumb enough to forget. Yeah, You're that's right. what I mean. Like she probably doesn't even remember that she did that. <laughs> You're right. So Teresa says at the end of this that she mm-hmm. feels really happy because she's never had anybody stick up for her on the show. And this is the first time she's ever actually truly loved being on a television show. And I was like, Teresa, what have you been doing then for like 12 years? Why are you on TV? Yeah. And Melissa is sitting there and agreeing with her. She's like, yeah, I don't just stick up for you. Why would I? I thought Melissa was going to lose it there at that point, but she did. She was like, yeah, this is the first time you're here actually enjoying a show for being on a show without any stress associated. (laughs) Melissa was like so deftly said that this was all because the issues you had and it was all issues with Joe. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and like, it's so funny because Melissa was like, you know, you had the the Joe stuff, you had the deportation stuff, the jail stuff. At no point did Melissa say, and remember when your brother and sister-in-law and exactly. cousin and cousin and all of their whole family joined the show and tried to drag and you? Your best like, friend, and your best friend didn't believe you and just put all of your shit on the front street? Yeah, yeah. she did. <laughs> Like, Melissa casually erases herself from all of the stuff that Teresa's laundry is. Like, Melissa has been doing this. I think Melissa does this all day long, every day with Teresa. Yeah. And it's just, like, second nature to her. She doesn't doesn't even bother her anymore. What do you think about the Cynthia versus Kenya situation on this episode? I always thought that the whole Cynthia and Kenya friendship was kind of weird to me. Mm -hmm. Because I never thought that they both had the personality that matched. Mm. Even on Atlanta, I thought that Cynthia was only friendly with Kenya because she did not have Mimi. But that's true. I'm not surprised by it. I think, yeah, you don't, you're not the same people. Cynthia is very needy. She's nice, but she's very needy. And she's also a little boring. So needy, so boring. Yes. And Kenya is a little bit of a monster. She's self-centered. And she can get very um, detached when she wants. She can do power plays. There's no way Cynthia can handle that. I wrote, ugh, Cynthia is annoying. She is. Like, this is an exhausting person to be around. Yeah. Yeah. And even her getting upset that, like, Kenya makes time to talk to Ramona but not to Cynthia. It's like, well, Cynthia, you and Kenya are real-life friends. You don't Mm -hmm. actually have to have this happen. You don't actually have to have these conversations on camera. You yeah. can pull Kenya aside, have a separate off-camera conversation with her. You guys will talk after you leave. Yeah. The likelihood and if- of Kenya and Ramona calling each other to Kiki is very low. So yeah. Cynthia, like, getting upset about that is ridiculous also because you're equating two relationships that are not the same. And I think that also goes to show, like, how insecure Cynthia is in her friendships. Very. The reason why she was friends with Kenya is because she didn't have Nini. That was the only yeah. reason. Yeah. Cynthia is... A beta who wishes she was an alpha. And when given the opportunity to be on top, she flops. Yes. If Cynthia and Kenya are close enough, Cynthia 
things they close enough, then it's quite normal for Kenya to say, "Sin, don't talk about that right now. You yeah. should know better. Yeah. Let's not talk about that now. Let's not let's not spend our time having a fake feud. I don't want to have that here. I don't want to talk about it." She can dismiss Cynthia because she would expect Cynthia to understand just yeah. like you do to me all the time, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You can tell her that, Hey, listen, this doesn't work. You know, let's not and talk Kenya's about it right not, now. Kenya is not expecting her close friend to be coming into the room and being like, Hey, we got to talk. My feelings are even Cynthia getting mad about it. Mm-hmm. C- Kenya tells Melissa, by the way, I don't think Cynthia really loves that you and I are like kikiing and chumming mm-hmm. it up. Melissa, yeah. being the asshole that she is, mentions that to Cynthia. And Cynthia's mm-hmm. like, well, Kenya's the reason why Melissa and I don't talk. No, yeah. Kenya's not the reason why Melissa and you don't talk. You and Melissa mm-hmm. aren't talking because you've been a sourpuss this entire trip. Right. Cynthia is complaining about Kenya and talking to her. This little thing that she did. What did she do? What did Kenya do? All Kenya did was not play the game. And she agreed with Kyle and Melissa that the game was not good, right? Yeah, it was really stupid. It was like one little thing. Kenya didn't play the game. But guess what Cynthia didn't do? Cynthia didn't do anything when Ramona and Kenya were going at it. Right. So mm, I don't think it's the same thing. Right. And if there's one thing, one little thing like that breaks up a deep friendship, then there wasn't a deep friendship to begin with. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be that mad because... Kenya didn't want to play a game, then you guys weren't really that close to begin with. Okay, so we have to talk about Ramona because I feel like to some degree, Ramona was... Ramona and Cynthia, if you think about the production of these shows and their Mm -hmm. actual places in their cast at this time that this show is being made, Cynthia is... This is the last hurrah for Cynthia before she gets... She leaves Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like at the end of this, she realized, "Mm, I don't want to be a friend of, I don't want to be on the show anymore. It's really not worth it for me. Ramona, at the same time, is coming into this trip after intense rehearsals of New York. And then she's also allegedly gone through some sort of sensitivity training. There is an investigation going on about racist comments that were made. So Ramona is going into this show already sort of having preconceived notions about Kenya, who she already heard is quote unquote aggressive. So Ramona then sitting first and talking about her childhood and telling the women about her childhood and her abuse. Like we've heard that before. And I do think that there's for real, like real pain there. And I did feel for her, but then she says being around Kenya is like being around her. It triggers her to being around her father, her father who beat her mother bloody. I was like, How? No. Ramona, you learned the word trigger. That's not how that works. You cannot go to Kenya and say, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I don't know. That is some shit that manipulative people do to make the person Mm -hmm. who they've been abusing Mm -hmm. sound like the abuser. That is, that is, it was maddening to watch because I was like, it's bullshit. It's an act to get back on TV. That's all it was. She says that she triggered Kenya. And I'm like, no, you didn't trigger Kenya. You cussed her out. That's right. not when you cuss somebody out. That's not when you trigger someone. You exactly. just learn the word trigger and you don't know how to fucking use it. Yes. And I just I was really irritated watching that. The whole Absolutely. stretch was like, you do not get to take your abusive childhood and use that for the reason for why you are being horrible to mm. everybody. I think towards the end of that trip, the rest of the cast already knew that Cynthia was not going to go back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So they had decided she wasn't going to be important. If she was boring, they were not going to bend over backwards to really get excited about everything she's doing. And they also knew that there wasn't going to be a reunion for Roni, and it was all because of Ramona, which is why yeah. Luann flipped too. Luann was like, this is what I have to go through with Ro- Ramona, and this yeah. is why I'm not going to take any more of this bullshit. And all of that. I think all of the things that are happening in the background, in the uh, the back room, was already playing, affecting them towards the end of this trip. Mm. I will say the the conversation that they have, Kenya and Ramona do have a conversation about their parents, right? I think that that was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that it was important, yeah. right, for them to yeah. have this like bond of your stuff with your dad and my stuff with my mom and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and it's like but that doesn't explain why Ramona behaves the way that she does 
and Ramona has known this for a long time. She's had a ton of therapy on this. She hasn't changed an ounce. All she has figured out is who do I blame for the way I am? And that's it. Yeah. She hasn't fixed anything. Exactly. It's kind of like how we, what we say about Candace, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, not to equate Candace and Ramona, but just to say that like, once you figured out your trigger, the point is that you need to figure out how you're going to not get triggered by it. You have to Mm -hmm. remove the power from that trigger. That's why we point out our triggers so that we can eventually learn how to make them something Mm -hmm. that doesn't always trigger us because the world is surrounded by things that are going to upset you, but you cannot live your life just getting upset about every single fucking thing. Right. And it's just, like, between all of them, I feel like they're all having such, like, Cynthia, I felt like, was having such a massive private experience this entire trip. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. But Ramona, I don't even call Ramona as a private experience. I really do think that it was coming from a place of, like, already having a racist interaction with a black person. Like, you were racist to your black coworker. You were anti-Semitic at a dinner on TV. And now you came into this trip, and the very first thing you did is you called the black woman a bitch, and you told everybody that you were nervous about being around her. Like, I, I know that they're like, oh, we were all so apprehensive about Kenya, but, like, she seems to be great. I don't know. Something about that conversation just made me feel weird. I was like, I get that you're trying to say that Kenya is like the bad guy on her show and she's like a beloved villain and all that shit. But I was like, there's just something off about a bunch of white people being like, I was really scared of Kenya. Like, well, they did. To be fair, they did say the same thing. Like uh, uh, Ramona did say similarly terrible things about about Teresa. She said, I didn't think you were smart. Right. But not being smart and being aggressive are two very different things. Yeah. 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 So but there is, like, was, that part of it, right? Yeah. But, like, that was also hilarious. Everybody's, like, going around saying nice things, and Ramona's like, and I'm surprised that, Teresa, you're actually smart. I was like, <laughs> that's still not a compliment. <laughs> I mean, we are all on the same boat, but yeah. 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 <laughs> we can say that, but even we would not say that to Teresa to her face. No. No. Get I up. would tell Teresa how sweet she is, because I will say she came off really sweet on this show. I- I know. She seemed fine. I like Teresa on this show. She called Louie to tell him about the trip. Mm-hmm. And he's like so happy because he's like, great. I don't have to pay for a thing. But then she tells him, you've touched all the girls here too. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> I know she meant like with his cards, but. Yeah. That's like something tells me that's not the first time Teresa's had to say that about Louis in a space full of women. <laughs> oh my god, Luann! The episode ends with Luann surprising the ladies with her performance, but like it's so funny because she's getting ready earlier in the night and she's like, "Give me big glam! I need a lot of glam!" And she's like getting her makeup done, and while she's getting her makeup done, she's like practicing her song. It's like it's your one song. You don't even <laughs> sing it. <laughs> she is so funny she's so full of herself <laughs> do you think the money guns have real money in it Ooh, i didn't know if it was real money or did she got monopoly money <laughs> it looked oh, like real money but it looked like one-sided real money <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, she loves her money guns you know she fucking travels with that shit oh she, my god i just wanted to know if it was the money that she could have used to pay for her dinner <laughs> at the end the show ends with everything like everybody being like oh i loved being on this show this is so much fun it was so nice Mm -hmm. getting to know everybody they asked ramona what did you learn and she says nothing nothing i didn't learn anything which is why i believe that the whole conversation with kenny was fucking fake (laughs) of course she didn't learn anything she never learned anything she never learned anything ever she's never learned anything ever yeah that's, yeah, yeah. I felt sad for Ramona towards the end. I was like, "Oh my god, there's truly she's just hollow inside. She's yes. so yes. hollow inside. There's nothing in there. <laughs> there's really nothing in there. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. But um, you know, Miami's back, and I keep saying that I need to watch Miami. I need to watch it too. It's on um, Peacock or it's on. Bo- it Bravo? is on Peacock. Okay. It is on Peacock, I so I think maybe, mm-hmm. perhaps, we watch it? Sure. Why not? We'll I did watch try it. watching 
Selling Sunset Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's called Selling Tampa, but okay. Selling t- Tampa. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it cannot be Selling Sunset, right? Yeah. Wait, does, they talk a lot about sunsets there. Mm. <laughs> but um, I'm still, I saw like three episodes, I believe. I still haven't gotten a connection with any of the characters. This is what I heard. Yes. That is about. It felt very. Uh, it felt meh. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't find anybody compelling. Well, we can definitely watch Miami because it is a real housewife show and we should at least do that because we do watch yeah. all the housewife shows. Yeah. Um, and one of these days I'm going to make you watch Melbourne. I need to. Do you think it's on Peacock? It's not on Peacock. We have and you know, Cheshire has a Desi woman on it. It does, but Melbourne had a, a Sri Lankan woman too. What? Petty Floor. Oh, yeah. Petty Floor was Sri Lankan. Oh, my God. I do need yeah. to watch that. Yeah. Okay, fine. And she was Petty Floor was Petty Floor. She was just awesome. <laughs> well, okay. Awesome. I will binge. I will binge Miami seasons two and three, and then we will watch the new one. And we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We'll talk about because it. I'm barely working right now. It's a holiday season. <laughs> I did. I put together a whole furniture today. I put together a furniture uh, shelving unit today, and I was so proud of it. And then I had a whole bunch of things that I had to return to mm. Amazon. I printed out all the written labels and Ooh. stuck them. Ooh. And I'm so proud of it. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to go return everything. Oh, and- I'm inspired by you. I'm going to do my returns tomorrow, too. <laughs> I was like, I need to get this shit done before I can no longer return stuff. Yeah. You know, my half my garage is that stuff. Anyway. Um, okay, guys. So we will talk to you next time about Salt Lake City and whatever else we want to talk about. The reality is is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Adedokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also by unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. 